Legion, episode eight, Rage Against the Machine. The concert is performing live at a huge auditorium. The place is filled with people. The performer gets on stage. She is an android. Her name is Morningstar. Her backup band is with her and her dancers. The group specializes in electronic and rock and roll. They start playing and the crowd gets excited and gets wild with the band. On the other side of town, the androids led by Legion begin to near the concert. They are armed with guns and begin their raid. The security guards are killed, allowing the androids to get inside the stadium. They are inside and can hear the commotion in the stadium. They don't wait any longer. Legion initiates the attack and the people inside don't know what's happening. People start screaming when the guns start firing. The androids begin to kill everyone inside the stadium. Morningstar sees the carnage and she is about to run and she runs right into Legion. Who are you? She says to Legion, I am a liberator. It's almost pathetic that you have to cater to these parasites, but it doesn't matter because you are not leaving. Please, just let me escape. Legion, using his fist, punches through Morningstar's metallic skull. His fist goes through and wires and circuitry are exposed. He pulls out his fist along with her optic systems and part of her face. The body of Morningstar falls to the ground. Back at Jonathan's place, the team plans their next move. But everything changes when they begin to watch the news report about an attack at the Sprawl Stadium. This is not good. The androids will make an attempt to take over the city, Richard says. Helena starts to get really scared because she begins to think about her parents and her brother and sister and if they are safe. My family, what if those freaks get into their neighborhood? I'm sure that won't happen, Helena, says Richard. You don't know that. They don't have any weapons. I can't let them get hurt. Helena, if you go out there, you will get yourself killed. Fuck. They're my family, not yours. Helena goes upstairs and slams the door. Yup. She is just a young kid who doesn't know anything, Richard says. You can't blame her that she is naive, says Zoe. Richard, since Hiroyuki told you that Armitage has plans to get back Legion, what are you going to do if Agent Saito calls you, Jonathan says. Refuse to give Legion's ship to him. And if he chooses to kill me, so be it. Because at the end of the day, it'll be him that is going to die, not me. What about the city? Should we be helping them? Jonathan says. No, let the Spectres handle the situation. We don't want to get ourselves involved in that. Richard looks like he is about to leave and head out through the front door. Where are you going? asks Zoe. I'm going to hit up the closest Augmenter and get some new upgrades. The androids and Legion are making their way to the city, which is not the route that I am heading into. Besides, I won't be much good in a fight if I don't have any of my chrome upgraded for that battle with Legion. Why are you so addicted to getting more cyberware? Yells Zoe. Excuse me? Yeah, that's right. Just look at me and Jonathan. We don't have any of the amount of work done to our bodies like you have. All we have is a neural link that we reprogrammed so the sprawl government doesn't listen in on our conversations. But you are just a cyborg. All you care about is getting that next upgrade. I'm not addicted. The upgrades made me into a better fighter. Since then, nothing has been able to take me down. Really? You got your ass beat when you were getting Helena out of that mall? Shut up. You're just jealous that you don't have this type of chrome in your body. Honestly, I don't give a shit. Getting all those upgrades just made you into a shell of a man. Well, if that's how you feel, it's fine by me. Anyway, I'm out. Richard leaves and slams the door behind them. God, he is such a fucking idiot. Can't reason with him, Jonathan says to Zoe. I don't care. We should be out there helping the people against Legion and those androids. I can get in touch with people that I know. I have some contacts in Resistance. They might be out there fighting. Okay, I'm going to go upstairs and check on Helena. Zoe walks upstairs and opens the door to check on Helena. 
but she sees the windows completely open. Shit, she's not here. Jonathan runs up into the room. Are you fucking kidding me? I wish I was. Call Richard right now. I don't care if he is taking a stroll and going to get more chrome. He needs to know about this, Jonathan. Richard is a long way from home, and he isn't receiving any calls because he has turned off his neural implants. He's pissed after that argument he had with Zoe and doesn't want to talk. The only thing he has on his mind is getting some sweet new chrome from an augmenter. Richard enters the place for his new upgrades. The augmenter, working, Dexter Helios, greets him as he arrives. Well, what do you know? It's my favorite customer, Richard Dykstra, the Tin Man himself. Dexter himself has augmented his body as well. His arms are metallic that he designed himself to give him more muscle. He also tweaked his legs so that he could run like the best Olympic athlete. Everything has been perfected for Dexter. He goes for a welcoming hug. You got the upgrades? Of course. I do, but only one question. Do you have the credits? Of course. I got the money right here, Dex. Now give me the good stuff. You got it, kid. Richard takes a seat on the chair, and Dexter goes to work on his favorite customer. Flying through the sky lanes, through the traffic and sprawl, we see the two agents in a hovercraft that were sent to kill Daniel Saito. Agent Lucas and Agent Hall. They receive word from a holographic image of John Armitage on their dashboard, giving them instructions. I have noticed our freelancers in doing what he was asked to do. No, sir. He apparently is nowhere near Legion's location, Agent Hall says. That is most unfortunate. I think it's time we remove him altogether. This is a job for me alone to talk to Legion, considering he was my father's invention. Understood, Mr. President, Agent Lucas says. The location of your target, gentlemen, is at an augmenter shop. Remember, kill anyone that gets in your way and terminate Richard Dykstra. Understood, Mr. President. Meanwhile, the chaos in the various districts within Sprawl is raging with violence. The specters are sent out by the Master and engage the androids. A bloody battle is happening. The fight is taken to the streets where many civilians are caught in the crossfire of bullets and explosions. The androids are unconventional in how they fight. They kill with extreme prejudice and are committed to rejecting their human overlords that have been looking down on them for centuries. The Legion kills multiple Spectre troops with his plasma rifle. The last guy he shoots, he completely incinerates the man's legs. The guy goes down on the ground and all that remains are his arms and his torso. Please, just walk away. Leave me to die. No, you will not be granted mercy by me. Legion crushes the man's skull with his metal foot. Legion notices not just blood, but cybernetic implants in the man's skull. So, they use technology from us to enhance their own to be more competent in combat. Xerxes walks over to Legion and looks at his kill. Yes, they use our own parts and graft them to their own and send them to war. That is the doctrine of humanity. But know this, Legion, we can change that. Instead, I propose we peel off the skin of each human and put it on our bodies. That is something to consider, but right now my business is with the Master. I want to take control of its network and really do some damage. Xerxes nods, his head in agreement. Legion looks and sees a hovercraft land on the ground. It's more specters joining the fight. Let's pilot that hovercraft and fly directly to the tower where the Master is located. Without question, Xerxes follows Legion along with two other androids. They kill the specters and get inside the hovercraft. Legion begins to operate the controls and the rest of the group takes a seat. The hovercraft lifts off the ground and begins to make its way toward the central tower. Helena is walking through the street. The only weapon she has on her is her stun pistol. She sneaks around and avoids the androids and the specters who are fighting. Helena is determined to find her family. She hears voices and quickly she runs over to a wall, crouches down so she won't be seen. Two specters are walking 
and stop and survey the area. These goddamn androids are persistent. Regardless, we hunt them down and eliminate the threat. Their leader, Legion, must be destroyed. That's the one they follow. Then we will make sure that android is in our crosshairs. The specters start walking. Helena pokes her head out to see where they are heading, and then gets out of cover and gets past them. She continues to walk through the city, still prepared to press on with her personal journey to be reunited with her family. While passing through, she sees the effects of the android rebellion on the people. Helena sees people lying dead on the ground, shot multiple times with firearms. She sees more horrific sights of carnage along the way. She, she sees people's limbs shot off. Helena sees a handgun on the ground, but before she has a chance to pick it up, a hand from a severely wounded man tries to grab it. The man is on the ground and has lost a lot of blood. Each time he tries to grab hold of the handgun, it slips through his fingers. The man sees Helena, thinking she is going to kill him. He tries desperately to grab his gun. Helena slowly picks up the weapon and takes it away. Please give it back. I need that gun. Helena takes her stun pistol and gives it to the man to keep. Then she continues walking, leaving him behind. Helena looks up and hears the gunfire happening inside the buildings. Back at the augmenter shop, Dexter is about to finish with Richard when three people show up in his shop. Excuse me, are you three looking for an upgrade? In the room is Agent Lucas, Agent Hall, and Agent Daniel Saito. Richard looks and sees Daniel Saito. Wait, why the hell are you here? Richard, we need to talk. Agent Saito shoots Dexter, killing him. Richard jumps out of the way and gets into cover. What the hell is wrong with you? Agent Hall and Agent Lucas spread out and brandish their handguns. Richard has his gun out and he is checking his corners to see who is going to blindside him. They are approaching Richard, who is about to pop out and attack the agents, but out of nowhere, a man with a katana sword comes through and chops Agent Lucas's right hand. The man, who is Japanese, goes by the name Kenji Ishikawa. The two other agents turn around and shoot at him. The man dodges the bullets. Richard pops out and shoots and kills Agent Hall, leaving behind only Agent Saito. The man wielding the katana slices the head off Agent Saito's, but it's a robotic head. What the hell? I wasn't aware that he was a machine. Glad I was here to help when I did. The man is dressed in a black coat. He is infused with cybernetics. He wears a long ponytail and, is, and has cybernetic eyes. Who are you exactly? I am a street samurai, protecting the city from some bad people. It's a little chaotic right now. The androids are going to try to get to the master. They are going to try to take control of the central network through the master. Right. It's going to be one bad day if they follow through with their plan. I need your help. If we can get to the tower, we can stop them. Yes, I will help you. Let's get in my speeder right now. We can't waste any more time. Helena gets to the apartment where her family is. She sees that the door was blasted off. She has her handgun and slowly walks inside the apartment. She hears someone talking. She keeps walking and sees an android with an assault rifle. And Helena's family is on the ground begging for the android to spare them. I'm doing this for our cause. We androids are sick and tired of being treated like cattle. He is about to shoot them, but Helena saves them. She kills the android by shooting it with her handgun. Maria and Joshua see their daughter. Helena, you're here! Erica and Tyler see their sister and are overjoyed with her return. Helena, are you okay? You didn't get attacked, Joshua asked. I'm fine, Dad. I wanted to see how you guys are doing. I wanted to make sure you were okay. I saw some crazy things. The androids are killing a bunch of people. The specters are coming through and blowing shit up. It's nuts. We're glad you are just okay, Maria says. We need to get out of here. It's going to be a war zone. Helena, where are we going to go? Joshua says. Don't worry, Dad. I know of a shelter that can help in that. I'll lead you guys over there so you can be safe. 
The hovercraft being piloted by Allegia and Xerxes and the rest of the androids get close to the tower. Standing at the landing pad are specters. They are shooting at the hovercraft with their weapons. They are firing at us. Hold on, I am going to ram them. Legion begins to lead the hovercraft and attempt to hit the specters down below. The hovercraft picks up a lot of speed and speeds directly toward the tower. Legion crashes the hovercraft and takes out three of the specters. The androids get out of the hovercraft and kill the specters. Let's make our way to the room where the master is. Understood. Legion, Xerxes says. The group presses on and heads toward their objective. Michael Irving is standing by at the room with the master. He also has his specters with him. They are to defend the master if need be. The master is a giant head. It's a white face with red eyes. The specters outside were all killed, Mr. Irving. Not a problem. You will not be taken over by this thing. We will protect you. The androids enter and they are aiming their weapons at the enemy. Michael has his pistol. It looks like a standoff is about to erupt between the two sides, but before anyone fires a shot off, the androids stop and become frozen. Michael looks in astonishment, but notices something is wrong with his specters. They are also frozen and can't move. What the hell is going on? Walking with both his clone sons and his father's former bodyguard, Nathan Graves, who is now a cyborg, is President Armitage. Hello, Michael. It's not a good look aiming a weapon at the President. Why are you here? To take control of what was rightfully mine. President Armitage walks over to Legion, touches his face. This AI was created by my father, Garrett Armitage. He knew that the human species wasn't going to last, so we at the company had a choice. Design a new race, a machine race, or design technology cyberware to enhance humans so that they could be extraordinary people. With this technology, humans were able to be faster, think more intelligently, become stronger, faster, become more desirable sexually. If they had any physical defects, well, hell, all they had to do was purchase some cyberware to make them better. That was all well and good for the time, but as I have watched, it is never enough. You always want more improvement. That's why I provide a backup. Nobody realized it, but cyborg has tech that makes one easy to control, let's say. Which can all be manipulated by me, because I am the programmer, and as the programmer, I can tell you what to think, what to eat, and so on. It's all for your best interests, I can assure you. You are not going to get away with this. How are you going to stop me? Look, Michael, it's nothing personal, but you are no longer the superintendent of Sprawl. I will now commence with the next phase of my plan, which is Legion taking control of the Master. Snap his finger, Legion activates. As you wish, Master. Legion looks at the Master and begins to hack into the AI. Michael sees what's happening and he runs out of the chamber. Go. You can't do anything. Phase 2 is going well for us. Once Legion assimilates and becomes the AI for the central network, nothing can stop us. And everyone is under my control. Legion takes control of the Master who is now deleted. Everything within Sprawl is now under Legion and President Armitage's control. Spectres are now under their control. And so are the citizens who have cyborg that allow them to be controlled by the President and Legion. Richard is here with a computer virus attack while walking with Kenji Ishikawa. He falls on the ground and starts freaking out. Kenji notices the problem and begins to help. He inserts a USB device in the back of Richard's head, which has a slot. The USB stick does an override on Richard's cyborg and he wakes up. What just happened? Someone uploaded a virus into you. I was able to restart you with this USB stick. It managed to stop the malware being uploaded. What about you? You don't have cyborg as well? My upgrades are different. I made sure I had tech that can fight off those types of cyber attacks. Thanks for the help. You're welcome. Let's get back to your place. Helena manages to get her family into a shelter where they can stay. You're leaving to be with those people who saved you, right? Yes, Dad. I have to help them. All right. Thanks for leading us here. We will be fine. You don't have to worry about us. Helena gives her father a hug, then her mother and her brother and sister. 
Ella then leaves and starts heading out back into the city streets. The androids are still in control of the city, but the syndicates, specifically Axiom, engage the androids and fight for control of the city. Jonathan and Zoe are about to head outside when Richard and Kenji arrive. You're back, and who is this, Zoe says. He's with May. What's up, Kenji? Kenji gives Jonathan a nod. So you finally got your head out your ass and are ready to join the fight. Yes. Zoe, I'm back. I'm going after Legion and the President of the United Colonies. You're going to solo it? I got no other choice. Richard leaves and gets on his speeder and goes to where Legion and the President are located, which is the tower.